you're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with DJ Barker and none other than Michael Griffin, uh, talking about all kind of fun stuff. Uh, before we get back into our conversation, uh, let me give you a way that you can send us your own questions. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, you can call our question hotline, 1-855-429-9166. Uh, you'll get a recording. Uh, you can leave your message, including your question. We play the question on the air and answer right behind it. So a uh, real simple, easy way. Don't have to talk to a human. Some folks like that. But if you want to talk to a human being, you can call us at 770-429-9166. Um, you can just tell them you have a question for the radio show, and they will get you to our producer. Uh if you prefer email, you can email us at drgene@hensler.com. That's spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Um, you can tell us whatever it is that you uh, would like for us to answer for you, and uh, we will do just that. Uh, if you'd like to see some of our work, maybe answer your own question, you can uh, log on to our our uh, website, Hensler.com, again, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh, and uh, we have, if it's a broad topic, we probably have something that will help you answer those types of questions. All right, guys, um, we can at least get this uh, started. It's that time of year where people start looking for ways to improve themselves physically, financially, um, various ways. And uh, today we wanted to talk a little bit about um, managing debt. Fun topic, right? It is very fun. Okay. Well, it's the beginning of a new year, right? So everybody's exactly. this is what everybody's talking about. Getting your financial health in order. What with the new year? Yeah. Uh, we got to get it all done. Get tighten, healthy. Tighten the belt. Tighten the belt. Get you know. Uh, get and, our and spending in line. Get and, healthy. Absolutely. And probably the best way to not increase your debt is to spend less, right? Absolutely. We're, we're Make pulling, more money, spend less money. Yeah, we're pulling forward uh, tomorrow's income so that we can have goodies, our awesome assets, yeah. today. Yeah, we talk about that a lot with younger clients, right? Not spending for lifestyle and creating debt for yourself for the future. I mean, this no. is this is a, a trap that, that we have questions and, and conversations all the time about with clients and children of clients and... Everyone. Yeah, you say, you say young folks, and it, and it is quite often the topic that you do, but... It can be anyone. It really can. It can yeah. certainly be anybody. I mean, you know, a lot of these people, middle-aged people, their uh, their kids get out of the house, and then all of a sudden they want to they start, you know, spend, they think that they can just start spending a lot more money, start traveling, start doing things. It's not always the right decision. Yeah. Yeah, we call them the sandwich generation, right? The the people that have uh, your 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 parents are aging, um, they're getting older. They may need a little assistance, and, and you're trying to figure out how we're going to deal with them. And you also have college age or teenagers that are uh, that are coming up. They're still on the payroll a little bit, but not all the way. So, all right, Michael. So, what, so what we have is, you know, we get questions about um, debt to income. You know, what's a good number? You know, is, is is higher percentages or lower percentages the best? You always, you always want to be lower. <laughs> That's right. We, well, maybe. <laughs> with this, with, with this, this, you is, always want to be is, lower. Is, if it's personal finance type debt, absolutely. Right. And, and what we're talking about here is, um, you know, 
borrowing for a home, you know, credit cards, you know, things of that nature, loans that you have outstanding, and you're trying to to start the year and you're trying to reevaluate what you have coming in the door. The the idea that you know, obviously, your paychecks, you have income coming in, and then you have obligations every month. You have your mortgage payments, you have car payments, you have student loan potential payments, you have credit card or or what so have you. Um, you know, how how and what how do we measure the income to debt, and and what do we need to look at? Um, what's the nice balance? Well, you know, you got to you got to add all those up, and then you got to take the income and and divide it, and then you really you really don't want to be any more than thirty six percent. Is that and we're assuming thirty six percent of total? So, yeah. uh, meaning including your home, everything. Yes. Yeah, and and I think that's what's important because when we go to a lot of times we have um, our clients are looking to buy new homes and they go to their mortgage lender and their mortgage lender tells them, hey, you can afford X Y Z. Um, you know, I think it's important to understand that having a lender provide you with those that data that says you can afford. X amount of dollars per month for this mortgage, it may not be in your best interest. Absolutely. When when my wife and I bought a house two years ago, they they told us we could afford a, a much more expensive house than we bought, but we weren't comfortable doing that. And yeah. that's the important thing. You need to you need to have a comfort level of what you feel comfortable spending. Yeah, yeah. I think that's an important uh, important um, decision when you're when you're looking through. You know, again, getting out of debt. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely, DJ. I mean, you, you need to watch that and, and be careful of it. Um, you need to also make sure that if you have any kids on the payroll, that if they have student loans, you know, you want to make sure you don't need to help them out with those or anything like that. It's it's very important. And a lot of these people in the in in the middle generation are sometimes getting stuck with some of that stuff as they get as they near retirement. Yeah, no, Absolutely. A lot of times it's easier to, to easier to talk about how, how to get out of debt than it is to actually get out of debt. Oh, it's always easier to talk about it. Yeah. It's the reason you're planning and implementing. <laughs> I think we made that point earlier, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it, well, let's talk about one thing. I know there's a lot of folks out there with what we would call a, a depression mentality. They okay. don't want to have debt at all whatsoever. And it's, uh, I mean, when it comes to, to personal credit card type debt with high interest rates, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, we would always encourage get rid of that stuff. But if you've got a mortgage, and and I know in the last four or five years you could have refinanced your mortgage and and had it at three point seven five percent. Yeah. Is it smart to take money out of the stock market, out of your savings, and pay off your mortgage? Not in our opinion. Yeah. It's just not. You can earn more in the market historically than you can by paying off your house. Right. So so while the debt is is a kind of a a hard number you can't really you you can't uh skip a payment and and still be in the good graces of uh of the credit companies um you still need to be mindful of the debt which you should pay off and that which might be okay right absolutely yeah mortgage mortgage you know those that type of debt is is always going to be you know okay it really is an emotional reaction more than a the um I guess a financial. When it comes to a low interest mortgage, you know that debt is going to be just fine because you're going to make more of the money or more money in the market than you would trying to yeah. try to get out of that. It's it's a credit card. It's it's those um, car loans. Yeah, higher high car loans, high credit card debt. Right. You you don't want those. Right. Student loans with high interest rates. You need to you need to try to get out of those as quick as as you can. Yeah. Probably the best way is to if you got a 
a relatively small balance that you could pay off quick and then apply more of that money to, you know, the next one. That might be a strategy or go for the juggler on those with the absolute highest interest rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably probably a good uh, way to deal with it. Now, you know, we talk a lot about um, debt-to-income ratio, and that's one of the things that a mortgage company will, will look at. What do they say, about 28% is all they really want you to be paying? 28% for the of home. your income for a home? Absolutely. But if do I run it all the way up to 28%? Is this the smart thing to do, DJ? Well, let's, uh, let's see what happened in 2008. How how'd that I, pay, pay yeah. out? Well, yeah. I mean, there were prior, a, lot of, a lot of things working. <laughs> prior, prior, no, you do not want to. You know, we talked about that. We do not want to see anyone go up to, you know, 28, 30, 35% and in, 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 in gets over your head very quickly. There's a lot more expense than the mortgage. And that's what I think a lot of people don't remember. You, you've got lawn maintenance. You've got heating and air. You've got plumbing. Oh, really? you, there's so much more, more than, than the, the one mortgage. payment. You no longer have that rental. You know, you don't. You can't call your your landlord and say this is what's happened. There's a lot more expenses than that one payment that you're going to pay. So you're saying that if I win the lottery and I get two million dollars, half of which is truly going to go to Uncle Sam, right? I can't take a million dollars and go buy me a house and thinking I'm cool. Yeah, that's not it. That's just you know, that's just the beginning of the payments. All the maintenance is is still going to pile up. Unfortunately, and all the things that break. <laughs> Yeah, break. And I, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but when I bought my house, I replaced a hot water heater and an HVAC unit in the first three months. So, you know, wow. things happen. Welcome to home ownership. Exactly. That's, the American dream. That's Yes. The American what? Hey, the, did, the, is it a dream? or Well, or it depends. I mean, we're starting to see some, some turn of events. Um, you know, there's a lot of financial experts out there that are actually starting to say that, you know, if you're a millennial generation, you shouldn't purchase a home because one, you know, it's a little easier to get up and move without having to sell anything. You basically, your lease goes up or you pay the penalty and walk away and you can start fresh somewhere else. You know, there's a lot of debate right now where, you know, 40 years ago, that was the dream. Sure. Get, get your job, get a home, move on. Now, but we maybe bought not homes. so much. We bought homes and let's back up one step. We bought homes that were more within our reach. We were living within our means. We would buy a house. In fact, you look at all the old houses. Most of the old houses around here, they were a tiny cracker box. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see a piece built onto the back. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's when they had a kid and they wanted to make a room. The next thing you know, there's another piece built onto the side. If you look at the old houses, in fact, I've watched some television shows recently where a guy was digging around in his basement and found something that just looked really bizarre. It, It looked like the bottom of a rail car. Turns out that in the Midwest, they actually built several subdivisions where they would just move in um, like sleeping cars from, oh, the, from the West Coast, and that would be the basis of your house, and then they would build all over it, and before you know it, it looked like more or less a modern home. Wow. But, you wow. know, they were they were buying something they could afford, and then as they grew their wealth, they were putting it into their home. Uh, a concept that we lost a yeah. while back. No, not not any longer. Yeah, I think it's... low interest rates over the last few years have actually uh, changed our mindset quite a bit. Yeah, and I think that's what we're going to start seeing. I mean, we the, the rates have come back; they've fallen just a little bit, and I think we're going to see, uh, you know, as as the rates continue to rise, you're going to see the the housing market's going to slow. Right? People are I... not going to be able. They were able to afford a bigger. More expensive or more elaborate home at two and a half percent. Now it's four and a half percent. You're going to see that slowdown, and people that are starting to sell, they're going to start to, you know, yeah. to realize that. Under higher interest rates, I don't see a way that we could not, unless we have some huge spurt 
a growth spurt in, in economic activity, and uh, it, it's hard to see just exactly how that might work, you know, especially under higher interest rates if that's the only thing we're seeing. Well, guys, let's take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll answer some financial questions. You're listening to Money Talks. Stick around. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.